1: Donna Dort. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. This is Lee Dort, and I'm down to
2: dunk. This is Lee Dort, and I'm down to Dort. I'm Josh Giddy, and I'm down to dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hussle, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Basley, and I'm down to dunk.
3: I'm Mike Mascala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Poku, and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal, Captain Crunch, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cracklin Oat Bran. Oh, I can hide these? I'm going to share
2: with my team, but I'm going to hog most of uh, them. Uh,
0: good morning and welcome to episode one, one. 69 of Down to Dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I'm join this morning. My Andrew. Like I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool.
3: Slam through, Taylor. It's
2: the finals
3: countdown.
1: The finals countdown. <laughs> um,
3: fu- funny story about that song. My aunt forever thought. The song said, "There's a fire downtown."
4: <laughs> <laughs> and Jay, it's Jay. That was really
3: good. This fire <laughs> downtown. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad, is really bad. <laughs> I know that's really, what made really bad. It's Beautiful, that's what made it good. So the Celtics win Game One last night. Mm.
4: A twelve point victory.
3: It was ins- it was an insane performance. After the third quarter, I thought, okay this is just gonna Uh, yeah be a warriors dominant win great it
4: it was a 12-point game and i went and jumped in the shower and was like i'll get ready for bed and came back out and it was i think a two-point game the warriors were up still and then i was like oh i guess i'll finish watching this and then it was just an insane fourth quarter for the celtics Mm -hmm. and it was like peyton pritchard and all sorts of i mean marcus smart played like he played three, three minutes, minutes of in the that fourth. Yeah. And Al Horford, who was unreal, only yeah. played like six minutes in the fourth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've kind of been a Celtics fan for this entire playoff run, but I I had this epiphany it was a, while I was driving over here. I was listening to Brian Winhorst and Perk, which is just amazing to listen to Perk still be like a trusted voice in the NBA. I love it, and also <laughs> I'm shocked by it. So, But listening to it and just – for me, and, and you all may disagree with this, and it's totally – thin, and it could just be a one-off season for them, but I do feel like the way that the Celtics team has been put together is probably the next – and I know they may still lose this series. like I completely concede that reality. But mm-hmm. I think that the way they have put their team together for this era of the NBA is what you really want to try to be – in this time of basketball, right? Like, so you have Robert Williams, who is a really like a great low, like the center you kind of want for this team mm-hmm. or this season of basketball, because you can, and part of that may be ego, part of that maybe his position, but he's not dependent on everything, but he can cover so much of the floor and, and by not dependent, meaning he can sit for large, chunks of the game and it not be some sort of devastate like yeah you couldn't sit go the way that you do him you no know? right you have al horford who's this kind of floor stretching can defend multiple positions and then obviously you have incredible wing defenders you have marcus smart like and then you have a bench that can shoot and grant williams they have so many utility guys that can guard one through five uh, I don't know. I just watched the way they've put themselves themselves together, which I know is a lot of Danny Ainge who drafted a bulk of this roster, yeah. and then Brad Stevens making these moves in the last year. Really, it's been it's been one year since he took over as the GM. Mm-hmm. He added Al Horford, the Derek White trade, which. Uh, either addition by subtraction earlier on the season, just getting rid of Schroeder and Romeo Langford and whatever yeah. was beneficial for the season. But looking in the playoffs, Derek Wyatt has been unreal. Mm-hmm. Like last night he was everything Andrew thought he was going to be since the baby when he came into the draft. Since the, since the baby. Since the baby. The baby thing. So I don't know. I just really like the Celtics team. I, I do still think the Warriors I mean you it's know, the Warriors. It's until they literally, you know, finish the game that they lose the series, I will think that they will have a chance to win the series. Does that oh, make yeah, sense? Total.
2: Yes, absolutely. Watching that <clears throat> that game, one, it's a game of quarters. That's why you guys felt that way. It's true. Okay. First quarter, I thought, oh my God, Steph is on fire. Six of eight from three. Warriors the, are going to win this game. Yeah, but it was still... What, I was going to say, it, it was like... Was close. That's it was what was still close. And then the second quarter, wow, this Celtics defense. It's a different thing. That is what's interesting about Marcus Smart not playing in the fourth quarter, too, was... He was playing really good defense. the he whole was, game. He was awesome yeah. in that first half. He was probably the best player on the floor yeah. outside of he's also
4: making everything. He
2: was, and the Celtics they have uh, they're kind of built the same way that older um, Warriors teams were. Not in the not. I'm just talking about like body types and like length and height, and mm-hmm. they just have these guys that in their rotation that come in and it's just. Always a six seven guy. It feels like yes, just always a six five to six seven guy on there that can do everything, play defense. And, and all you have offense. the five eleven Peyton Pritchard coming in, just hitting threes, contested threes. He's
4: probably the only one, the only weak link they have defensively.
3: Yeah, and he's not that bad. Yeah, he's really not that bad. He's just short. Yeah, well, I wanted to talk through how the Celtics roster was built through the draft. And kind of go through the history of the Celtics roster real quick. So nine seasons ago, it started with the Marcus Smart draft. So they draft Marcus Smart at six with their own pick. And so I wanted to go through and like say like hit and miss in the draft. Okay. So hit on Marcus Smart at six. That was a good pick. There really weren't good players after that. And then they took James Young at seventeen. So a miss. I don't know who that is. Yeah. yeah, you do. Bill he, Simmons. Bill Simmons. He fist pumped oh, okay. at the draft. Yeah. yeah Yes, he did. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Um, 2015, they drafted Terry Rozier at 16 with their own pick and RJ Hunter at 28. So a hit and a miss. Yeah. Rozier's good. Yeah, Rozier's good.
4: 2016. What did they. Rozier, they just. Did they let him go in free agency? They traded him. Was he part of the Gordon Hayward yes. trade? Wasn't he? Which they ended up getting.
3: Somebody else? No, no the Hornets no. signed him in free agency. They yeah, them both they signed him in free agency. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They let him go. Okay, yeah. 2016, they had five picks in the top 35. Oh, Lord. So if you're a Celtics fan, you're feeling pretty good. So they had the third pick in the draft, which was a Brooklyn Nets pick.
4: Thanks, Bobby Marks.
3: And they picked Jalen Brown. Hit. Hit. And but then. Was he drafted? Third. 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 And then they proceed to draft Gershon Yabusele at 16. Hit. Ante Zizich at 23. Hit. Deontay Davis at 31.
2: Oh, don't even know. That and name.
3: Rode Zagor- Zagorak. I don't think that's how you say it, but that's how I said it. All of those guys <laughs> in the top 35. Hit. Five hits, baby. I know.
4: Man, that's unbelievable batting <laughs> a thousand.
2: <laughs> one of five in that one.
3: Yeah. Un- but you
2: got the important one.
3: They nailed the right pick. Yeah. 2017, Jason Tatum. They get the first pick in the draft. They trade back for additional draft capital, get the guy they wanted in Jason Tatum, and then they take Shimei Ojole at 37. So a hit and a miss. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: Now we thought Shimei was going to be something.
3: Yeah. 2018, Robert Williams at 27. That's a big-time hit.
2: God, I didn't realize it was all the way back in 2018 with him.
3: Yeah. That's a while. 2019, they have two picks. They have a lottery pick, and they have a pick in the 20s. They end up trading their, one of their picks, ended up getting Grant Williams at 22, and drafted Romeo Langford at 14.
4: Hit So a miss. hit and a
3: miss. And then in 2020, they kind of have a similar situation where they have the 14th pick and the 26th pick. They draft Aaron Neesmith at 14 and Peyton Pritchard at 26. So... In the draft overall... Where is Neesmith? He's on the team. Hall of Fame. But he stinks. Created the game. <laughs> oh, my bad. He yeah. And to time travel. Really <laughs> yeah. screwed some stuff up. Yeah. So...
2: so and, he wanted to be drafted in the game that he invented uh-huh. 70
3: years later. So in that way, he wasn't... Or 90 sensible. or whatever. And he made a huge mistake of yeah, who Yeah, big he mistake. Miss. <laughs> Miss. And in between that, they trade for Kyrie Irving and lose him for nothing. They get Gordon Hayward in free agency. He breaks his leg in the first game and never really does much for them. Lose him in free agency. They lose Al Horford, but end up getting him back later on after they got Kemba Walker back. They had all of these just what felt like devastating losses. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of teams that could recover from just losing Kyrie Irving. Like Kyrie Irving just decided to leave. I mean, it would hurt so many franchises or a, a player of that caliber, and you just lose them. And you also you like continue to downgrade that spot where you get to old man Al Horford is what happens at like the very end. Mm-hmm. And the reason that it didn't matter is because you hit at the top of the draft. like That's why it ended up not mattering because they hit on Marcus Smart in 2014, because they hit on Jalen Brown in 2016, and because they hit on Jason Tatum in 2017. It was those three picks... Then plus, you get these role players around them with Time Lord and Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard. And suddenly, you have a contender, like a, a team that could win the championship because you nailed essentially three picks. Yeah. So,
0: so you're t- – and, and yet started with a
3: sixth pick. Started with the sixth pick. And that's, that's right. What we have last oh. year. That's exactly so right. So you're
0: telling us in a roundabout way we're about eight years to getting <laughs> to exactly the right. finals. <laughs> that's
3: exactly what I'm trying to say.
0: Huh? Huh? That Sums. will be 2030.
3: Yep. That's a big of uh, the big uh, that's big year. My son will be 18 years old. Oh Lord. Um. Anyways. I just think that it's important to look back at, like, how did these teams actually get there? How did they... What did they actually do? They missed eight times out of 15 yeah. with their draft picks that were high. That's not even all of their picks. They had a lot of second-round picks that they missed on, too. But, like, all of their top... I, I think the, the lowest pick is 37, or the highest pick. I don't know how you say that. Low, high? It gets confusing with mm. the draft. The 37th pick is the, the last the pick. The lowest. The lowest pick. Yeah. Also yeah. the highest number. Highest number, lowest pick. Um, yeah. In this group, 37. So that's a, that's a lot of draft picks. That's 15 draft picks in the top 37 from 2014 to 2020. And they got and half of them to be hits, which he, is probably a pretty good hit. He missed, on, he missed on more than he made. Yeah. And, he, and still.
4: He just hit the right ones.
3: And still, you get there. So, you know, you could
2: say the same about the Warriors, though, too. Steph, Clay, Dre, all drafted.
3: Yeah. And they missed a lot. Yeah. In the in-between. Like, a lot.
4: Just for clarification to back up a little bit, Terry Rozier was part of a signing trade to get Kimball Walker to the Celtics. Mm. Oh, okay. That's right. That's always like,
3: oh, Rozier, Hornets, yeah, they, Bobcats, about that? Bobcats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the Hornets. Yeah, Yeah. I'm trying to think
4: of... I I don't remember enough of... Because the Warriors have been in this dynasty for, it feels like, 12 years. I don't remember any of the picks outside of those guys. Uh, But you also look at even their recent history, right? They drafted Weissman with their best pick they're going to have in quite a while. And it seems like that's going to be a bust. But then they get Moses Moody. You know, then you have... I don't know. I, I don't know what to... They, they
3: drafted Jordan Poole. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. In the late first round, they drafted Jordan Poole. And
4: then Kuminga, obviously, last year as well. Yeah.
3: yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you go from... I mean, they... 2019 or 2009, they drafted Steph Curry, which is obviously, like, the game changer. 2010, they had a lottery pick again. They had the sixth pick in the draft. You know who they drafted? Epe Udo. Oh, Yeah. They drafted Epe Udo. From Edmonds, Oklahoma. 2011 is Clay Thompson. 2012 at 35 is Draymond Green. They also drafted Festus Azili and Harrison Barnes in that same draft. And their 35th pick ended up being like their very best pick. 2015, they got Kvon Looney, which up until like the last three weeks, it looks like a really bad thing. And then suddenly <laughs> he's crazy? turned into one of He's like been in and out of that, of that role. The whole he's, time. He's been incredible for like three weeks now. Yeah. And then they go on this run where they just don't get anybody until 2019. From 2016 until 2019, they just get nobody. We think some of these guys are good just because the team was so good. Right. But Jordan none of them Bell's are in, in the there. league. Like Pat McCaw, Damian Jones, Jordan Bell, Jacob Evans, uh, Eric Pascal, Alan Smiley-Geach. Like Pascal. Remember that in that bad season, like, yeah. Oh, wow. Pascal looks Is, like someone that's we'll coming back. He's in Utah
4: healthy. now, right?
3: Yeah, he's in Utah. Yeah.
4: But I remember vividly when they drafted Jordan Bell. And What was his like thirtieth pick, or he was late? And yeah, he's thirty-eight. There were some guys who were just like, "Oh, the Warriors did
3: it again." Yeah, Jordan I Bell.
4: <laughs> I know. I can just see him running up the floor, and and now he's out of the NBA. The Spurs get that same like treatment with all their draft picks. Too, I though. think that's fading. Yeah, because people were, like, even last year. Who did they draft last year? Short guy from Alabama, maybe? I nope. can't remember. Highland? Nope. Bones Highland's in no, Denver. No, no. Uh, Primo. You're our draft uh, guy, Josh Primo. Primo. Anyway, people were like, oh,
3: that's quite the reach. Maybe it'll work out. He's pretty good. He seems pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah, and then 2019, they nailed the Jordan Poole pick at 28. They take Nico Mannion, 2020. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, James Weissman at two. Yeah, And then Moody and Kaminga, who like just they don't they're not gonna play on in the finals. They're just not gonna play in the finals. They're you have to play the grown ups. And they were doing that last night. Yeah. And still, like I mean they may like the Kaminga and the Weisman picks I mean you we I had a, a guest on slam and jam last week and they were just like, Yeah, Jonathan Kaminga doesn't know how to play basketball. <laughs> You know, it's like the assessment of like who he is right now, which is very accurate. And you know, it still doesn't matter because you hit on three picks, and from 2009 to 2012. You so know,
4: the good thing about Kaminga, and you look at Wiggins a little bit for this too, is there's not a lot of organizations that it, you have a long enough runway to develop in those areas that you need to develop and yeah. to have an organization and team and coaching staff that is going to help you develop, hopefully, as mm-hmm. much as your capacity is, right? Like whether or not yeah. Kaminga wants to, and it feels like so far is is it's just the perfect position for him to land to, to become the best version of himself. So yeah, it's encouraging.
2: And you know, it wasn't that long ago that we were having a conversation around the Celtics about Oh man, they're gonna have to trade Jalen Brown or something like it this. Was just isn't this working year. Out. It was
3: yeah, it was in December and part of January where it was just like, "Hey, this isn't working." Yeah, and it just goes to show, like the pers- like having a persistent, like steady front office, which both the Warriors and Celtics do, and then just hitting on the draft just a, a handful of times and a good- over the course of several years. It. And then having good ownership to back you up. And the coach does seem to matter
2: a lot. They both have really good coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Even switching from Brad Stevens to... Uh, Udoka. Yeah. You do, I never know. I know. Emi. Like Emi Udoka? Yeah. I just said call him Emi. Emi? Yeah. See, I don't even do that one right. He's awesome. Yeah, he's great. He seems to like get this Celtics team to play in a way that... to play. In an inspired way that Brad Stevens could never really get them to do, except for that one year in the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah. that Kyrie year when Kyrie got hurt, and then that young team was uh, still playing. They so did. Well. That's what's that is what's so hard
4: about. Like, obviously, as a Thunder fan, you want to make that connection. And be like, well, this is kind of a way the Thunder could draft, which is you know we've said this multiple times, but they they had these weird. This is why the Celtics don't feel the same. Is they've had these seasons where they were in Eastern Conference Finals and they were oh yeah really good going into it and oh yeah it's it's it doesn't feel like it's in, this roster does feel different yeah. even though it is eighty percent of the same players
3: well it was like the it was like the Isaiah Thomas team it was that, never that's the, right the it Isaiah was Thomas never Thomas it was never like the Jason Tatum Jalen Brown team it was mm. these guys are really young and they're you know alongside. This veteran score. You know, it was Isaiah Thomas and then it was Kyrie Irving and then it was Kemba Walker. Mm -hmm. And they had Gordon Hayward and Al Horford in there and like mixed in whenever they were kind of like the guys on those teams and they could never get over the hump. But it was really all about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Yeah. You know, when it comes down to it, that they nailed those two picks and the misfortune that they've had in the in between time. You are you are insulated by making the right picks at the top of the draft. If you if you do it right, things can go very well. And this is where it's like encouraging. And if you can re-sign them for Thunder fans, yeah, yeah, it does without a doubt.
4: The largest line of difference, obviously, is the fact that it's the Boston Celtics who, if they win win this Finals, will have the most NBA championships of all teams and is in a giant. Those Giant market.
2: I'm actually in the group of people that are like, stop counting the Bill Russell Championships. Okay. I totally agree with that. When do you start? Uh, when basketball actually started, and there were more than five teams in the league.
3: Okay.
0: So, how important is it that we get this pick right?
3: It's very, very important. important. It, I think it's extremely important because I think they'll have one more shot after this year to you, get it right. You can't
2: have a Wiseman pick this. And
3: year. the the lucky thing for the thunders that they had Shay to start with and that you don't, I mean, just imagine if they didn't have Shay and they were starting the rebuild and like all we have is Josh right now. And you're not even hundred percent sure that Josh is like going to be one of these guys, you know,
4: it's hard to do that though, because you know, like the rebuild feels very different. If Shay is not here, oh. right? Like the, the pressure on the timeline that so many thunder fans feel is because Shea is here, right? Like, he's starting a second contract this year. He's already at least a top level. You don't know if he's a superstar or if he's just a star, you know, whatever you want to draw that difference in. But for me, is it's like, honestly, the Thunder have hit. They've got at least two guys that were top 10 picks. Yeah. Shea, I mean, I know Shea was drafted outside of it, but if you yeah. redraft it, he's in the top six of that draft or so. You look at Giddy, he's pretty clearly right where he was is the right place for him to be drafted in that draft. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Dort. Dort was an undrafted free agent, but I think we've redrafted or you all have redrafted before, and he's top twenty.
2: Yeah. So yeah, they've hit on
4: some of these guys. And it's hard because you go back to like, man, what if they could have hit differently on Baisley? That's the one and was no was Poku was the Maxi draft, right? Yeah. But we don't know anything about Poku and Maxi doesn't. He would have made sense in the immediate, but we're looking long-term with the poker mm-hmm. guy. So I think it's, it's the thunder. I think for a thunder fan, you know, just speaking on behalf of that, I at least feel relatively confident in the steps we've already taken to be somewhat in that range. Yeah. Like we've already hit two. Now, mm-hmm. if we hit three, whether it's Chet, Jabari or Paolo, uh, Ivy or Jaden, stop, man. It can't be Jaden, Ivy, Sam,
3: Sammy, I would be very surprised if it was. I would be very, very surprised. It just doesn't make sense. Sammy. Yeah. Sammy. You look to the heavens. Remember like he an remember, Sammy. Right, Sammy. remember right after the All-Star break, whenever there was the whole who's going to handle the ball most of the time fiasco, where it was yeah. like, oh, Josh is now the point guard. One game. And, and Shea is going to be more off ball. And it's like, well, who's like, okay, so is Josh the primary ball handler? Like, we just had, like, all these questions. Imagine adding another primary ball handler, which is what Jaden Ivey was in college, by the way. And a guy that's going to go top five in the draft, you think that guy's going to come to the NBA and be like, you know what? Time to move off ball. Gotta find my role on this I wanna team. be John ja Morant, but the off ball version yeah. of No, no, you don't want to be the off ball version of John ja Morant. You can't you can't want to be the alpha you know what that and then also is? move completely off Bla- the ball. Blah morant. Ex- exactly. Yeah,
4: and Exactly. He does
3: not wanna be Blah Morant. No. And, and
4: not to mention, like if you continue on in that line of thinking, you're like, oh, and the guys that are the clear top three players in this draft are all three positional needs for your team. Yes,
3: and your team is it feels like you have set everything up and cleared the entire pathway yeah. for this one thing to happen. Where yeah. it's like, can we just get one of these three? And a- what a sweet deal! It's like whoever the magic take, all right? Yeah, that's and then you fine. and then this you just still fit, and you're going to turn from that to take a guy who you're unsure as a Thunder fan all of last season if Josh and Shay will work. You're unsure about it, and then you're like. You know what? Let's throw another ball handler in there. Let's just see what happens.
0: Classic Presty.
3: You know? Classic <laughs>
0: Presti. We're all thinking he's gonna zig. And he's, he's gonna, gonna
3: zag. I just I would be floored if they didn't take one of the bigs. I even if they took Paulo, like I wouldn't be that surprised just because having another creator makes some sense from that position. Like and you can't acquire a player like that. He hates like Oklahoma City. He hates it. It's just it's the it's the dumbest Twitter storyline ever. He said It's it. the Was he in high school when dumbest. he said that? Was that
4: video really It was old? in
3: 2020 that he said it we before the college season. We we're saying started. a lot of We were
0: things. all saying a lot of stuff on Zoom.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And he It's
0: a
2: good point. Don't don't
0: Of course
3: he hates the thunder. He was a 6-year-old boy in his team. He didn't know what was going on. Do you think that he knew the nuances of what was going on with Clay Bennett? He just knew that a team, a city, took his basketball team. And, if, I mean, if you're a six-year-old, like you just love basketball. I'm sure he just loved playing basketball. Hmm. And, and then the team that was in his city gets taken, and it was by, well, who took the team? Oklahoma City? The Thunder? Why would he like them?
0: So why would they draft him? Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> good job, Luke. Good questions. They wouldn't. Exactly.
3: They may they probably won't.
0: Well actually you know what they should do? Draft him and ruin, and never play him, ruin his career for the things he said.
3: Yeah,
4: just throw that spite throw that second pick in the trash.
3: Spite. If Sam spite thinks, pick. If Sam thinks that Paulo Boncaro is the best player in the draft, he will take Paulo Bunkero with the second pick. Out of spite and ruin his Well, career. and
4: that's also the argument people might make for uh Jaden Ivey's of that pick. Jayden I just Colby,
3: don't. I Jayden. I just have a hard time believing that Jaden Ivey is the best player in this draft. I,
4: yeah, I think you're right. And most I think people. Everybody I think people else are overthinking
3: it. I think people are. I, I just I don't know. I'm not. A I'm not seeing.
0: Smoke. I'm not seeing a whole lot of that. I'm seeing a whole lot of chat.
3: a Lot of chat.
0: a Lot of chat.
2: I just think you're just in like deep ninety. Thunder, you're deep. Like, you're way comment. too deep. I'm seeing people, like
0: ninety percent
4: chat. I'm seeing like it's probably like, well, yeah. thunder fans. Thunder fans. It's probably seventy percent chat. 30% Jabari, 0% Ivy or Palo. Yeah. Yeah. Like every draft. Like you look at the NBA.com who takes and makes like a cumulative draft. It's Chet. Yeah.
3: yeah. Which I would be awesome. It, I think it's going to be Chet. I just think it's going to be Chet. Unless th- Orlando takes him, obviously. Yeah, I think it's going to be Chet. And I think if the Thunder really want him, they'll trade, make a trade with Orlando. Oh, really? For the, for the first pick, yes. I think a lot of this like posturing wow. right now.
4: Just an unprotected first in 2023 for this. If
3: if if anybody stop. If anybody, jeez, I don't even know what I was going to say now. I'm just I, completely you know, thrown off. But that would be. Anybody, that's
4: what I mean. That's what Boston and Philly did.
2: If anybody. If
4: and it anybody, ended up being whoever Romeo Langford or something. I don't yeah. know.
3: If anybody, if anybody, if
4: anybody, I don't know. I'm excited about Chet. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. 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 He's on muscle watch too, man.
0: Have we talked about our, our, our draft party yet? Everyone's got to go. We got to go. Have we talked
2: about it yet? No.
0: It's, no. June, it's June 23rd. Draft the night of the draft. It's from 6 to 10 at Fast and All. Everyone must go.
2: Less than three weeks from now. Everyone be there. And last year, you may remember, you got there and you were waiting in a line for way too long and waiting for food for way too long. Don't worry. We got you. Don't worry, they're going to be staffed. We got you. Time. They
0: know we're coming.
3: Yeah, they understand. So this time, they're so going to have both it's bars be time open. To party.
4: The the bar, the shack that's outside of the open, company, and it's going to be lively, uh, lively tap takeover.
2: Full of beer. We are.
4: There is going to be
2: the wait. Uh, dream, dream scenario? Dream scenario. Uh-huh. We're running that. low. Oh, you guys are. Uh, down to dunk people you You guys are doing a really good job of buying dream scenario you Mm -hmm. gotta come get
0: it i have so many beers of those i haven't drank them they're for jay and he won't come pick them up i'm so sorry wait what i have i have 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 jay's and i i have five of them it was six six. wow
2: one exploded <laughs> <laughs>
0: One horrible accident. Yeah. I don't really want to talk to it. It's too fresh. Anyways,
3: be don't there. Talk to beer. Be that. You don't want to be at home the night of the draft. No, you don't. If there's like a big trade, or if there's something that's happening, you don't want to sit at home by yourself. You don't want to have to explain to your wife and kids why it's so cool that they traded up for the eighth pick God, and who they took. That. They're gonna to look at you with such a blank stare and just be like, "Yeah, that's great, honey. I'm really happy for you." And then. You're going to have to go do the dishes or, you know, finish your son's bagel bites or something. Like, just don't. Just don't do it. Ooh, God, that we're also going
4: to have a merch table.
3: We are. We're going to have gonna, two shirts
2: available. We're going
0: to have, we're gonna have shirts mm-hmm. to pre-order, and then we're, you're going to buy them. You are. You're going to buy them. <laughs> you are going to buy them. So em. come ready. Do to, we want to talk about what the
3: shirts not are? Not
2: yet. Okay, not yet. So They're very cool. You're going to enjoy both of them.
3: 20 days from now, be there at Fastler Hall. In twenty days, or be Square. That's right. Be there or be square. If anybody, but you want to be there because you, it, no matter where you sit, even just come by yourself, a lot of people have made friends coming to these down to dunk events because
0: uh-huh. you know they're going to have something in, in common with them.
3: It's it's a community. It's it really That's is. I got so many friends now. Yeah, it's great. So
4: Jay barely
2: had any
3: friends. Before. Jay didn't no, have any friends. I went, I went from three was, <laughs> to geez, more three
2: thing, right? than three to five.
3: <laughs> Wow. It's a big that's, jump. That's,
0: that's almost a, a, that's almost doubling your amount of friends. Mm-hmm. It's a full
3: hand. Yep. Depending on how strong the friendships may be even tripling. Wow. Wow. That's true. Yeah. So many friends. <laughs> so many friends. All right. We will be right back after this quick break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer and it was man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place on linkedin 86 percent of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours hire professionals like a professional on linkedin linkedin knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com dunk. That's linkedin.com dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back after that quick break.
2: Hello, I'm Tayshawn. This is my Victory Dictory. You know, I want Tayshawn's factoid, Victory Mictory, to get back to what it was named for and what it's known for. Mm -hmm. Facts. Stone Cold Facts. Facts. So what we're going to do today is decide factually if a player has that dog in him. Okay. So I'm going to go through players. Factual
1: dogs. Factual
2: dogs. I'm going to go through a player and we decide, do they have that dog in him Mm -hmm. or not? Mm -hmm. And these are players in the finals right now. Right? We're going to start with some easy ones. I'm going to throw in some some doozies. Mm -hmm. Ready? Steph. Dog. Dog. Uh, Dog. What Mm. are you... shut up. uh, Dog. All right, Uh, Marcus Smart. Dog. dog. Got that dog in him. Yep. Jalen Brown. Um, No dog. He's got a puppy dog. Yeah, we could go half dog. Half dog. Half dog. Cat dog. Cat dog. Yes. Cat dog is half dog. That's good. Dog, no dog, cat dog. Okay? Otto Porter. Cat dog. dog. Really? I say no dog. I don't know, man. He is... He He did hit 4-4 last night, wasn't he? From three, he, he ripped the ball from
3: auto porter from Autoporter. porter of course, from he's auto porter from himself. He, he took the ball from himself. Jeez. He ripped the ball That's from Robert funny. Williams. Like, I don't know. So, he's Trey man, uh,
4: Trey did that from Jokic. Jokic, Jokic. Okay. He's cat just, dog. It's always time. Not, it's I'll I gotta him, bring it back to the Thunder. We're a Thunder podcast. I'll give him the cat dog. People thought we were Boston. All right, we'll give him cat
2: dog. Iggy dog dog. Okay, dog, 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 you dog don't get NBA. But does finals, he still MVP have and that be dog, dog in him? Though I'm talking like he's right now, and he's farm. like 50.
0: Once dog, always dog. All right, dog. Oh, tell That's him
2: That's right. Derek White,
4: dog, dog. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's got the big dog. dog. I feel like dog has just really shown through here lately. The
3: off-ball defense has, was unbelievable.
2: What, Luke? I'm go ahead. Okay. I just have a thought. Clay Thompson. No, dog. no. no dog. he's got the dog. No dog.
0: Are you kidding me? Not everyone has that dog. Listen, in we'll get to. I he's would a- say out of the whole, out of the whole, everyone playing the finals right now, one player got that dog in him. <laughs> I take away all the rest. No dog. Only one that got that dog in him. Who? We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Okay, because everyone else, because we we're giving away dog way too much. But
2: this
3: is there you have dogs. to have a, a you have to have, uh, you uh, gotta uh, have a pack. Uh, you got to have a pack uh, of dogs uh, uh, to uh, get uh, there. to the finals. Yeah, Wrong.
0: Pack of dogs. you just need one, and there's just one that's there. Alpha dog. Alpha see, dog. See, you can
2: have an alpha dog. Every pack wrong. of dogs has an alpha dog.
0: Wrong, but only yeah, one is alpha. that's I'm sticking smart. by, you're alpha not, not going to change my opinion. Alpha Draymond Green. Here's alpha how
3: Luke dog. argues. He just yells wrong at you. It's, it's good. good. He's a lawyer. That's Very what they do. effective
0: in court. <laughs> only one out there got that dog in him, and it's none of these guys. All right, well,
2: we will see who okay. Luke dubs dog. Uh, Jason Tatum, dog. Nope.
3: I mean Cat dog. if you watch I, I would say he's definitely got that dog in it. You watch him last night, the defense that he played throughout the entire game, as he just makes nothing.
4: Mm-hmm. Thirteen assists though.
3: And he but he, that's it. That's a part of he it. Keeps is that going. he's is that he's finding ways to win even when he's not scoring. I mean, they don't win that game if he just if he takes twenty five or thirty shots. They lose that game. Well, yeah, it was. And game, his defense was really good. Well, his his game s- was game great. six
4: against the Heat. It was exactly that. Yes, yeah,
3: yes, exactly. Okay, then that's a dog.
4: Dog. He's got Draymond. Dog. Alpha dog. Yeah, alpha dog. Wiggins. No, cat dog.
2: Is I cat. Say no dog. I say cat dog. I say no dog. Pure he was talent. no
4: dog in Minnesota. Cat dog now in Golden State.
2: Yeah, I don't know if that's just the dog culture
3: of Golden State. It's what happens. Though. It is. You can you can become dog okay
4: you can become dog
3: like spirit of dog spirit dog okay
2: spirit dog auto porter we wait are we going back sir <laughs> really we're
4: talking about the wizards auto porter Is re- there revisiting this? There too. al horford
0: al horford got that <laughs> dog in him he's the only one that got that dog in him
3: what a weird <laughs> He's the
4: only one what a weird nobody one. else got Ooh.
3: that dog in him
4: what a weird pick Huh? Horford, it's funny, is I would not have actually. Th- he's more of a cat dog.
0: Sometimes to me. he gets that look, but he gets that look, know, and you know. Is, just yeah, in this he's playoffs,
4: dog. he's been totally different. He's been like. He's very and, good. Was he's it him and Giannis that got into it a little bit. Dude, and think about the, the Giannis suit. Then... That's a dog. Only a dog can
2: do
3: that to Giannis. Arf! arf! It's just a weird stand for Luke right now. It's it right? is weird. I'm, there. I'm There's like guys no that are like definitive. Wrong. Like, more dog
2: don't than Al Luke, don't Wrong. Don't let Luke, you know change the way you're thinking about Al Horford just because this is obnoxious. It, it's thing.
3: too late. It's already happened. Got the dog. Right.
2: Great. Now you made Andrew think he's no dog. Urf, urf. Or cat dog, which is really disrespectful. All right. Bob Myers. No. no Bob dog. Myers. No dog. GM Bob Myers. Yeah. We're going off the grid a little bit over here.
3: I think he's got that dog in him.
2: Really?
0: Arf, arf. Okay. What about Grimace from McDonald's? He's got that dog at him. What? I don't know. That's ja, you, I only you, have
2: four
4: more names. Have, have I, I said this there? on the podcast before? Where my sixth grade year, when I tried to stop just wearing sweatpants all the time and started trying to dress up, <laughs> <laughs> I had a, uh, I had a, I had a purple outfit that I love, like oh, purple no. shorts and a purple, <laughs> purple shirt. Oh no, Jay! <laughs> you can actually see it in my sixth grade yearbook, and uh, and my brothers called me grimace. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, is, Poor Jay. That was really mean. That's what made the dog in me. I that's the
0: what, I that's I when the, the dog, dog was born. That's actually who I was talking about.
4: Man, Jeff Van Six Gundy. Man.
2: No dog. No dog. No dog. Not even Stan? cat dog. Stan Van Gundy? Dog. Come on, guys. Jeff is just... Old. He's just... There's nothing I, left. I'm just. He's, there's nothing left. He's pure cat. I'm just yeah, done. Exactly. I'm done with yeah. Jeff
4: and Gunny. I don't know why they think that him and Mark Jackson are like their premier. Like I would totally take Doris agree. Burke over them. I, there's a lot day. of people that are. Don't way. worry because Doris Burke is on the list. Doris Burke,
2: dog. woo, oh. love, woo, it <laughs> <laughs> It's like er- the <laughs> uh,
4: uh, the. Un- <laughs> t- but not everybody knows that Taylor has a. Obsession with Doris Burke. It's been for a long time. A long
2: time. You still do? Yeah. I mean, she's just aging like a fine wine out there. Have you seen her
3: commercial? Was it like a direct TV or what is
2: it? I haven't. I'll put it, I'll add it to my YouTube playlist though. All right.
4: Uh, Mark Jackson. Oh. He probably did actually or does, but
2: no. He, he, dog in like the gross way when you call someone a dog. Yeah. Wiener dog. Yeah. Uh, Mike Breen.
0: Straight dog Let's just say hey, still, still out man they're all, Still out They're with just COVID. all dogs No they're All not. dogs go to heaven All these If everyone's a dog No one's a dog That's, fi- that's my problem with this
2: Alright well we're done anyway But there was I'm glad we figured out factually If these people uh, are uh, No don't. dogs Dogs Cat dogs Or cats Or <laughs> spirit of dog Spirit of dog i back
0: to Bigger in has talk of Morbius made it into your guys' timeline? Yes.
3: I've seen it, but I you, don't. Have you
0: seen Morbius, the movie? It,
3: I don't know what it is.
0: It's a movie. It's a Spider Man spin off movie, but Spider Man's not in it.
3: I have seen. I think it's just stuff from you, though.
0: Yeah. So.
4: this is how most things make it into my timeline so
0: Morbius is a a Spider-Man spin-off movie Spider-Man's not in it it is bad and I've not seen it but Uh I don't think anyone else has it's gone like people have been making fun of it on Twitter for like a month I guess it is out of theaters because it did really bad oh really yes but it's gone so viral on people making fun of it on Twitter that they're putting it Back into a thousand theaters, like I think today. Wow. And It's going to make zero money (laughs) again when it goes back. It is so important that no one goes to see it and pays money to see this But I think
3: now people are intrigued, right? Is that what the thing is? The
2: thing is, everyone's ironically been tweeting about Morbius, so now the algorithm thinks everyone's really excited about Morbius. I
0: think that's right.
2: So now they're getting all these stats from social and the internet like, oh my God, there's so much excitement about Morbius, we need to put it back in theaters. Not understanding it's a huge joke.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to see it.
2: Do you want to see it?
0: No, I don't want to see it. I just want to keep laughing about how bad it was. Did
2: you read that list I sent you? <laughs> the
0: Morbius yes, list of movies? I did listen. I did see that. Um, it's, that was helpful. It's so important that no one goes to see it. And I've been saying, uh, I've been trying now to say.
3: Now you're generating a buzz right now. No,
0: buzz to yeah. not see
3: it. If you think you want to see it because,
0: I,
4: oh, it's been funny, don't do it.
3: I want to see it. I don't, want to see it now. You're not going to, though. You're not going
4: to. Jared You're Leto. not gonna waste a Watch. Jared Leto did. plays a vampire doctor who in Jared Leto oh plays a vampire doctor. That sounds. He's cool. a doctor who plays who's a like vampire doctor, terminally ill, You're and talking. Then goes and is and he puts a he, vampires, and he puts in vampire by bats. You're talking me into this. Am I?
0: <laughs> well,
3: it's actually not. I heard a a Walmart worker talking about this yesterday, hmm. talking to talking a. Talking to a girl as he's stalking Coke, talking about this. What did he say? What like excited? This, this vampire thing. I didn't know what he was talking about, but the vampire thing. He's he was very excited about it. He also had horrible bio. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> well. Um, don't go see it, everyone. Make sure you don't. I don't want this to work for them. I don't want them to trick people and and make money off of it.
2: What was the plan here? Was the plan to make a Morbius movie and then Here's the hopefully thing. he's a new villain? Here's in, the thing in in that's
0: so stupid. Sony owns the right to Spider-Man, so they have all his villains. But Spider-Man's now in the MCU, so they only really get to make movies about his villains. So they made Venom, yeah, and then they made Morbius. Oh, and they just don't have good options. Like, uh, like they're gonna make a Madam Web movie. is not isn't gonna do anything. Never even heard of that. That's what they're gonna make, and they're making one starring Bad Bunny, where he's like a professional wrestler superhero, and the the character that he's based on has been in two comic books. Hmm. It's, gonna be, it's really stupid. So it I think they're just going to l- lose money on all these. But I think it's dumb. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. I'm about to This is... <laughs> now let's get down to it.
3: Oh no, Luke! You have talked somebody into it. Someone just a name in the chat said it's Morbin time.
0: It's Morbin time is what started people making fun of it. <laughs> Someone said on Twitter, "My favorite part of Morbius is when he says it's Morbin time." <laughs> he does not say that in the movie.
3: Somebody else has said. <laughs> somebody else in the chat has. Already bought tickets. No,
0: I. Uh, there, I'm telling
3: you, it would be. It's, you, have, yeah. you have just increased the ticket. I'm just telling you consumption. Uh,
0: if they make a second uh, one,
3: morbid. Yes, it's
0: going to happen in the second one. He's going to say it's morbid time in the second one.
3: <laughs> There's going to be a second one.
0: No, but I bet there is now that it has like all this buzz. I it's morbid. You, time. You it's just morbid It's morbid time.
3: You just did it. No. Now I want to see it. I just bought tickets. I, I, right
0: I dare you to go see it. You and Luke ready, will pay for your ticket and then tell us what <laughs> you think about it. You have to go see it by yourself. Okay. And then tell us what you think and dress up. You have to also dress up what like Morbius. Dress up Morbius. Morbius. How do you dress up like Morbius? You can dress either up be like, a, dress up like a Dr- doctor like a Dracula or Dracula. Oh, man. You have to go oh. and see it by yourself. It'll be a total. I love you to waste your time. <laughs> Okay, It's Mormon time. It's Mormon time. <laughs> it's Mormon time.
4: That's good, so, man. I kind of want to see it now.
0: I will not pay for you
4: to see the it. The second version of it, the It's Mormon time version. Yeah. Well, that well, will come out in 2025. Taylor can send you the list
0: of when it. I'll send you out. the list of the uh, plan for all the movie release. Yeah. Taylor, the sequels to Morbius Taylor sent me a list. It goes one through 90 of Morbius. <laughs> and they're all in the next, you like, it it's all of 15
4: us. years. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's in our, it's, uh, it's one of those texts that I read for a second and I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. And then
3: I just wow. Let's 11. fire through these. Oh man.
4: Hey, I actually have to leave.
3: <laughs> I know. It's like, let's fire through <laughs> hey,
0: the first one comes from Watkins B one, five, three, one, who says, what are your two early hot takes for the draft? The spicier, the better.
3: You guys have any hot draft takes?
4: The Thunder will only draft twice in the first round, and they'll both be in the top ten. Is that
3: spicy? That's pretty spicy. They're both <laughs> in the top ten. Taylor, you need to you need to engage. You need to you need to get off of the the morbius train.
0: M-O-R-B is so funny. Morb and anything
2: you do with morb is just really funny to me. <laughs> Okay, I can't read that list. It's too funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, what was the question?
0: You have to
3: give <laughs> us a, a hot take for the draft. Oh, man. The
4: spicier the better. Oof.
0: I'll say this. The Thunder will have two top two picks. They'll trade up and have one and two.
3: That's very spicy. <laughs> wow. <And> that's <laughs> out of
0: this world. Uh-huh. It's Carolina Reaper right there, man.
3: Yeah, that's unrealistic. All right. Fire through, oh, man.
0: Okay, next tweet comes from at schlobberknocker, who says, <laughs> I don't understand why Michich isn't being discussed in trade-up scenarios along with their 12th pick, whatever else is needed. Specifically Portland, they want to con- tri- compete now and bring in multiple difference makers. Am I overvaluing him?
4: Yes, you are. I wonder how many Yeah, other teams are this aware of how good Michich is. Every supposedly. team
3: is. Every team knows who he is. He's just not worth a lottery pick.
4: Yeah, but could you use twelve to get to I nine just, with? I don't. Micic? I
3: just don't. I don't think so. I think if you're a team that's drafting at nine or eight or seven, I mean, okay. Let's say the Thunder don't have Michich and they're trying to win, and they have the they have the seventh pick, and the Spurs called them and said, "Hey, we have Mitchich and twelve to move up. Would you do, would you do that?" Uh, I just think the answer I is no. I, I genuinely
4: think, don't know anything about Michich other than what people say. I think
3: the answer. I think it's just the answer is no. Yeah. I think maybe you could get a late first round pick for him. Could
4: you move thirty in Mitchich for twenty two?
3: I mean, maybe. Could you? You move could probably do something like that. Mitchich for one. <laughs> no. Okay. No. I think it's. I think it is way overvaluing him. He's twenty eight years old. We don't even know if he's we don't even know for sure that he's going to be in the NBA next year mm-hmm. he's got a first commit to that which he has flirted with the NBA for like six years now he seems like he wants to go he will come to the NBA if
2: it's on the right team and that's it
3: yeah I just I just wouldn't a, a team has to want him and be willing to sign him he's also not going to be cheap mm-hmm. so you can't just expect to pay him like a million bucks for him to Play here. I mean, he's the EuroLeague MVP. Like he's is a good player that's going to require a decent salary, and all of that. I just don't. I just don't think he, you're going to be able to move up like that in the draft. I think if you want to move up from twelve, you're going to have to provide like some like legit draft capital, or like Dort would be more valuable than him, just because we haven't seen him play. You know, we haven't seen him play in the NBA. Yeah.
4: Next order question from at Pepsi United with the expected arrival of important options on offense in the upcoming draft. Do you think Lou Dort has already reached his career high and season average of points per game, which would be 17 this past year. Do you think he will ever average more than that?
3: I have a hard time believing that he would. I just don't think he's going to get the offensive
4: opportunity. for Yeah. Sure. I just
3: don't think it's going to be there, which is okay. I wouldn't completely rule it out. Just because you never know what is going to happen to a player and how they're going to develop. There's been undrafted second round picks and guys that go in the late first round that you think have peaked. Like everybody thought Jimmy Butler kind of peaked whenever it was like, oh, he's like a great three and D guy. This really, you know, awesome that the Bulls got him late in the draft, and then and now he looked like one of the best players in the world. Yeah. a week ago. So you just don't know. It is. Extremely likely though that seventeen points per game is the most he'll ever average. Like that is it's like ninety I feel ninety percent sure. I'll leave like ten percent of like who knows what Dort could be, but ninety percent he's just gonna be three and D, like corner three point shooter, defending the best guy in the perimeter, whether that's with the Thunder or with another team, like that's what he'll be, most likely.
4: Taylor, this question's for you. From at CZ Steel. What are the three things an international Oklahoma City fan should know about Oklahoma to understand the local context and culture?
2: Huh? Um, we don't really if you live in Oklahoma City, it's not very country-ish, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think it's, it is spread out and it's weird. But um, it's a city,
3: and we're city people, kind of.
2: Thing.
4: Yeah, it's not like, like... suburb people, I guess. Not, it is like a large suburb. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's ac- very accurate. Because there's yeah. very few people that actually like live in the city. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Um, our city is... The state is like 100 years old. Oklahoma City, though, has only been a good downtown and good city in the past...
4: 15 years? 10
2: to 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, all this is very, very new. Like we don't <clears throat> we have good food now. Yeah. There's not a long history of like having the the food and we are trying to build some kind of creative and artistic culture. But it's also new because our downtown just hasn't been a hub of for culture or art or creativity. For Co- community. Ever, really? For community ever. Yeah,
4: the, I mean the arts festival's been around for a very long time, but it has a whole new life in the last ten years. Yeah. Without and
2: I a just doubt. You know, culture is like this mixture of it's one community, people living together, art, art being supported, and then food, how good the food is, yep. and food being yeah, supported, yeah. and that's kind of it, right? Like, we didn't have Machine Gun Kelly was here the other day, and the next day Glass Animals were here. And, like, we're getting these artists coming through Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and we didn't even have that until the past no, it five years, a, really. There's was
4: a lot of rock music and, like, 1980s yeah. yeah. And bands just like
3: having, acts uh, come through. Yes, and I mean, even in college, like the the bands that we wanted to see would go to Tulsa. Right. Yes. Yeah. You right. know, Tulsa has
4: Canes and yeah. two great theaters up there for. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and Oklahoma City is just now like catching up to to them. I would say like culturally, like we were were behind Tulsa, but yeah. I think that we're surpassing Tulsa. Just and honestly, like the Thunder is such a huge part of it. Right. Huge, because businesses feel like they can be supported now. They changed everything. That there is something downtown for I mean, like I don't think that there's I don't think either of the parks look like they do now. The Omni's not there. Like there's just so many things because there is a professional basketball team that has completely changed like the culture of Oklahoma City. Yep. You know like Clay Bennett and his group have forever changed what this city like what this city's potential is. And like rapidly. Yeah. There is a downtown now. And you'll
4: know, I'll I'll never forget when they went to the finals in 12. Yeah. Yes. You had literally a hotel shortage. They could not get enough rooms or at least nice rooms for the media that came in town. And it was like a, it's still a running joke. You'll randomly hear about it. Nobody talks about the thunder right now, but you'll randomly hear about it. And since that run, which was only a decade ago, Mm -hmm. the amount of hotels that are like high class hotels, yeah, has, I mean, I can ten times as many now oh, in yeah. downtown area. Yeah,
3: there's like great hotels downtown. So that's
4: why it's like you could almost use that that moment and say the last ten years our entire city has transformed. Yeah, yeah. It's new.
2: Basically, and the whole thing I'm saying is like all of this is new. Oklahoma City essentially is
3: new. The it's new, a new city. yes. The culture of is we're still kind of figuring out who we are yeah. as like a culture today. Yeah. I and think,
2: you see it in our politics too. We're still trying to figure yep. that out. And I
4: think and that that yeah. is the other thing that is a part of that, I would say, is that we have kind of that inferiority kind of complex. Like, well, where without we're, a doubt, we're super defensive of our city, which, you know, most people really are. But, and part of that is because we know that it's not it's not all awesome, right? Like there's a lot of things that yeah. work against us, weather being one of them. Uh, the airport is like, I went from Oklahoma City to Denver about a month ago. And in Oklahoma City, it's like, I they're literally shutting restaurants and bars down at 8 p.m. And yeah. nobody's there. Yeah, And you go to Denver and it's like, oh, there's still as many people in the airport as there are in Oklahoma City. Well, mm-hmm.
3: sh- I mean, they sh- I've, I've been in... They'll shut places down and at eight o'clock in Houston, to, they did
4: not in Denver. Maybe it's just a Denver. I just was like the stark contrast Denver.:'s between two so
3: big. Is Denver's an international airport. Yeah. And they have we improved, are a world airport. We are a world airport. They've improved the airport quite a bit. They oh have, yeah, it looks
4: totally different. And They're doing a lot. We just it. are not as big as we want to be, and sometimes we feel like we are.
2: Yeah, I don't I would like to see the, the difference in like tourism, our, our tourist economy over the past 10 15
4: years and yeah. kind of year. And there year. aren't a whole lot of attractions here other than like the bombing memorial.
2: No, but I think it's becoming a city now where it's like people regionally are like, oh, let's just go. It's let's like go au- to Oklahoma like City. O- for like the-
3: Austin. Yeah, let's became. go check it I out. I think like Oklahoma City would like to be like culturally like what Austin yeah. is. And At has, least it has city. And has been for a while. Kansas City is probably more of a like
4: the middle ground because Austin is such a unique cultural city. But yes, yes that's what they would like to be. Yeah. yeah. Getting there is going to be hard. I don't know that they can get there. Maybe in
3: 20 years. But it has
4: changed. Like yes. so, just for an example, I graduated high school 22 years ago, and when I went to my senior prom, which is about 22 years ago, you literally the that was the only time we went downtown. Yeah, the only time we went. Oh downtown. yeah, and now it's like we go downtown I to mean, I'll eat go downtown three times time. today. We go downtown, we downtown on a away. Saturday to go to the park
2: yep. to hang out. Yep. Yeah, like, that just wasn't a thing. No. And I know that sounds weird if you're not from here, but. You just did not go downtown. There's no reason for to a very specific reason. There's no yeah.
3: reason to. Yeah. yeah.
4: All right, this is our last Twitter question. Uh, it comes from at OklaBold. This is Andrew. So you're the, you're the cereal man. Cereal man. Do you tear open your cereal, or do you use scissors? And I'll throw in a third option on my own. Or do you put it in a container? Uh,
3: just I, I don't I wouldn't call it tearing. I just open the bag. You, you don't just not scissors. Open the bag. No, do you use scissors? No. I think scissors is psycho behavior. I mean, it's it probably probably somebody that really
4: likes like crisp lines and doesn't like messing with things. The key is is how do you make sure you fold it back up so it doesn't become stale. We've just recently in the last year moved to containers for cereal.
3: Really? Wow. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, Jay.
4: Part of that is because my wife and I don't eat cereal.
3: My wife. My wife.
4: We don't eat cereal, at least not often. Yeah. And so normally, when the bags were open, my son would open them, and the way he opens things is real rough. <laughs> <laughs> like the top of the yes. box is just like okay. shredded. Yes. I get that. And so we just were like, let's just skip this and yeah. go straight to, yeah. which is going to be hard. Cause he, my son's going to be in college and be opening up bags. Like he is. A <laughs> <you know? laughs> he does too. He'll like get a bag of chips. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Just like, it's like ripped halfway diet. down. Yes. Like, well, can't Everything do is that way. So, yeah. but it's, it's, I think that's why we went to containers to be honest. So
3: that's a, as a logical
4: reason to move to containers. Yeah, because now he just takes it out, pops the top, pours the cereal, move on. Yeah. <laughs> and it tastes good. <laughs> uh, all right, Andrew, anything you're miffed or peeved about? Oh. Miffed. Miff!
3: Miff Miffed and peeved. Oh, I'm not miffed and peeved very you miffed and peeved? Boy. Uh, no,
4: actually. I'm on a, I'm, I'm bacheloring it this weekend. So oh, I was supposed to go to camp. My son's at camp. Uh, last night, today, and then through the weekend. And I was supposed to go with them. And then we had a a funeral come up on Saturday. So I'm here in town. And so my wife had planned, like, we were going to be at camp. She's like, well, I'll go do a little girls' trip somewhere. So her and a friend went to Dallas. And so I'm just by myself. So last night it was... Morbius? Morbius. It's Mormon time. (laughs) It's Uh, Mormon time. No, I just literally... It was so boring, but I just watch the nba finals actually i went and saw maverick at 450 oh. which was fantastic and then i came home and just watched the finals with my dogs that sounds nice yeah dude it's kind of a perfect evening i'm trying to figure out what i'm gonna do tonight <laughs> go downtown probably
3: <laughs> no but not Miffton and peeve man uh, i want to give a quick shout out this is this is incredibly sad um so bear with me but um my neighbor growing up was Brian Nix, who's a listener, and his brother Seth Nix. And their dad passed away this week. Oh, man. And so just all the condolences to them, prayers for them. Uh, It's really tough. But uh, his dad, Brian, I was texting with Brian, and he said that his dad was a down-to-dunk listener. In fact, it was the only podcast that he knew how to listen to. And that they would talk about episodes and stuff like that. And he would text him like after certain episodes and stuff like that. So, um, well, I his just, dad,
4: his dad worked for, uh, I think Ford Audiovisual. Yeah. And so I ran into him a few times. He also was really active in the church yes. back when they were in high school. Yes. Um, I don't know if he worked there or just a part of their leadership. So,
3: yeah, great man. And yeah. so I just want to give a shout out to the Knicks family, um, during this time, it's 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 incredibly tough, um, but we just know that we are uh, thinking about you guys, that we're praying for you guys, and um, you know, we know that a lot of times we don't think about this podcast and how it can have an impact on relationships with people. And um, you know, Brian telling me that yesterday, I just thought that was um, I just thought that was really really neat that they're that people are able to bond over obviously the thunder a lot of people bond over the thunder but having us being like another link to that
4: um yeah and since we're kind of in this mood i also want to just acknowledge the fact uh penny from tulsa mentioned it in in after last week is sometimes it feels like we do really appreciate being a space where we can give people the ability to kind of detach from reality and we know what happened at tulsa this week it just is another in the long line of tragedies that makes us just I mean, honestly, it leads us into some form of like a general depression for a majority yeah. of people, oh, and man. so it's been a tough. One. Uh, you know, we don't do that to ignore the reality, but as much as we realize that it is something that is helpful to be able to to find spaces to laugh and enjoy one another yes. and community in the midst of that. So, yes. Tulsa people, we love you, and uh, all of our listeners, we love you. That's why we want to hang out with you on June 23rd.
3: Yeah, be there, June 23rd, Fastler yep. Hall. It's a
4: community. We love it.
3: Yes, so be there. Don't, don't be at home by yourself do it. or with people that don't understand what's happening with the draft. And just take your Friday off. Take Friday off. Who's to, who's to say you can't do that? Just hang out with us all night. You've got the PTO. You've got it. All right, we will talk to you guys again on Monday.